Welcome to Sports Scouts. I'm Joey Goodsir. I'm Michael Rope. And we're recording this episode 2.5 on Wednesday, February 5th, 2020. Uh, we are going to talk XFL, um, MLB, a little bit of college football, and yeah, um, that's basically what's going on today. So we're going to do all of that, but first, Michael will give you some scout scores. Yeah, so we're recording this on Wednesday, February 5th, so I have the most recent scores. So girls basketball had their senior night last night against Warren and won 46-40. Boys basketball beat Lake Zurich 51-37 and will be be up against Mundelein at home on Saturday. Boys hockey hits the ice for their next playoff game against Prep tonight. Lake Forest College, their next game will be on Saturday. Wrestling has regionals at Grays Lake Saturday, so good luck to them. Girls hockey tied um, at 5 with Maine and have the All-Star game coming up Monday. Um, The scouts that are invited are Sarah Matthews, who's a goalie, Abby Benjamin, who's, a, who's on the defense, Tess Clark, also defense, and Kennedy Stide, who's a forward. And gymnastics has regionals on Thursday at home. Boys swimming and diving had their senior night last night against Stevenson and will be and, and will begin championship season with the JV invite on Saturday at Stevenson, followed by the JV and varsity conference at home next Saturday. Cheerleading has their senior recognition next Thursday. Last but certainly not least, congrats to the Palms and dance team for finishing second in the nation down at Nationals over the weekend. So that's what I got this week, and there's a lot going on. So I'll, we'll keep you posted heading into next week. Yep, lots of things coming to an end. This is usually the part where we're transitioning here, new sports getting started up. You guys just had your first track practice pretty recently. Lots of other sports getting started. That's all going. So it's all exciting. Things are coming to um, their championship ends. We had a great end to our fall season, so... Let's see what happens with the winner here. Um, so thanks, Michael. That was Scout Scores. And if you want more in the latest in LFHS sports, check out the latest articles on the Forest Scout. Um, they are just starting to really roll through. This last week we had a full week of stuff. Um, really just basketball stuff continuing. Um, and we're trying to get more broader coverage. We had a gymnastics story out. Um, and that's basically it as of now. But we're going to get more. There's a great story on the uh, – on the uh on the state uh board ceremony that was at the halftime of uh, one of the boys basketball games recently so that's a good story too um that covers all of that if so if you're a fan of girls tennis boys golf um or uh yeah basically yeah or <laughs> you're a fan of kylie rabjohns after she <laughs> won back to back um check out that story because um it's an exciting thing that, w- that was a great uh fall season so let's see what the winner can do um, so if you have any uh, scores you want to bring in, we screwed up somehow, just send in the scores and afford them in the news to sportscoutspodcast at gmail.com so Michael can give it a shout out. So let's move on to national sports with Show Me What You've Got. All right, so I feel obligated to kind of address this news in some format. So my Show Me What You've Got is uh, the very, very recent news as of yesterday that uh, Mark D'Antonio will be stepping down as Michigan State head coach. Um, This is obviously a big deal um, in the college football world since he was the winningest coach in Michigan State program history um, and has since kind of fallen off and is now taking that step back. Um, Obviously, for me, I kind of find it funny because, you know, things are are coming to a pretty sketchy end for him and his career there. So, um, you know, we were expecting that this was probably going to happen within the year. Um, But, yeah, it it actually happened. So um, it'll be interesting to see what Michigan State brings in next. 
um, because things are definitely not looking positive as far as the athletic program and especially football. So um, we're going to see what happens with that. Um, but, yeah, so that's a very, very big figure at, a progr- at that program um, who is now stepping down, and we'll see what happens next. But that's my show me what you've got because that was, you know, even though it seemed to be forthcoming, uh, that was important news. So there you go. Yeah, my news, um, it's long overdue, I guess, because with the football season, we've just been focusing on that so much. But I just want to get, now with the Super Bowl behind us, I want to get into baseball because that's basically the, the next big season that's up for national sports. Of course, we got we still have the All-Star game for the NBA, and then college basketball will be going on for quite a while yet. So we have plenty to look forward there in both of those sports. But um, I just want to talk about real fast the NL Central right now. I mean, the state of the NL Central, the, kind of the balance of power that's there. Because with the Cardinals, who won the division last year, I mean, the Cubs, we, we've seen them take quite a few steps back um, I, from, I guess, 2018 to 2019. And it could be even even more this year because of all the uncertainty that surrounds the team. But I just want to talk about the Reds right now because the moves they made, they put all their chips in the center of the table, and they're, and they're really going for it. And they, they showed last year at the trade deadline um, when they traded for – Trevor Bauer from the Indians, they were clearly out of the playoff contention at the time, but they still made made a move that showed that they were um, just, I mean, a year away, I guess, from um, from competing because making that move that they showed that they are willing to give up prospects to go in a win-now mode. And it, they've shown, since then, they've shown that um, this offseason getting Mike Moustakis, Nick Castellanos, yep. adding, adding another Cub, Pedro Strope to their bullpen, Wade Miley, um, so they re- they've really bolstered their rotation, and also last year getting Sonny Gray from the Yankees when Gray was kind of washed up, I guess, with the Yankees, yeah. and they turned him into a. I mean, he was an All Star last year, so they turned him, turned him into a top of the line starter. So the Reds are really, I mean, a scary team. And to relate that back to the Cubs, I mean, I'm I'm worried for them. I think it could be possibly a fourth place finish for them this year. Really, the only team that I mean, they probably could that I see them for sure beating is probably the the Pittsburgh Pirates who are kind of a mess right now but I mean the Brewers the Cardinals and the Reds are it's going to be a dogfight probably between those For three sure. teams and the Cubs I mean I think they have as, as good of a shot to win 72 games and they have to win 92 games because of just the, the uncertainty that surrounds them right now so the NL Central will definitely be it's kind of be like the NFC North in football it's going to be a conference where there's a lot where basically anything can really happen so the Reds have really have really stepped up their game this offseason, and they're going to be an exciting team to watch, along with another team like like the White Sox on the other side, I guess, of of the spectrum being in the in the NL. But they're a team that I mean that has made a lot of moves, and they brought excitement for their fans this year. So that's my news for this week. Yeah, one of my one of the th- biggest things I worried about with the whole Astros sign stealing thing, which you know has thickened and has run its course in many ways in the news. Um, obviously, you know, a scandal that was well warranted, but I mean, I I thought that it was scary as I thought that the league was trending back toward, um, like, support of the big teams. And obviously, you know, yeah. there being an unbalance between the big teams and the rest of the MLB is something that's been very, very prevalent and more true than many other sports. I mean, there's not many other sports where you have, you know, the Yankees just basically using the rest of the league as scout teams at one point in, in their history. And so, you know, it it worried me that we were kind of heading back in that direction. Um, And, you know, I think that this is a good sign that maybe that won't happen. Um, I'm just excited to see 
um, some seriously competitive baseball. That's the biggest thing. If we can get a lot of parity in this league, then it's going to build up to having a lot more of an exciting October in yeah. the end year. And I also think putting in the luxury tax too also helps the smaller market teams because For sure. teams can no longer go over and spend a crazy amount of money. They if, if they do, they'll lose draft picks. So I mean, right. there there is now the Yankees can no longer like you said, use other teams just to steal their players more or less, right. pay more money. So yeah. the Reds and other teams, have it, it's benefited like the smaller market kind of teams. But the Reds have, have shown that they can be able to spend big money too this offseason. So. Yep, for sure. Yep. All right, so that's the um, end of Show Me What You've Got, and let's move into news. So our news story today is basically the biggest news story of the week. Um, so far. So over the last handful of years, the sports world has become used to seeing the Los Angeles Dodgers fall just short of expectations, whether that's Clayton Kershaw being one of the greatest pitchers of all time, except in October, or the team not necessarily pulling through on on World Series bids, on National League pennant bids, etc. Um, but reports that we're seeing now are basically becoming clear that there is a massive trade with the Red Sox um, that is featuring the likes of obviously MVP Mookie Betts, and starting pitcher David Price um, that may be changing that. So, Michael, do you think this could be the last ingredient that the Dodgers need to finally pull through to the next level? Um, I do like this move for both sides. I think the Do- I mean, it's definitely – the Dodgers have a lot of really good outfielders already, I mean, with Cody Bellinger, and they did trade away Jock Peterson to create room for Mookie. But, I mean, I think this is a really, a really solid deal for the Red Sox and the Dodgers because, I mean, the Red Sox – it made it sound Mookie. He wants that four hundred million um, dollar contract, and I just don't think the Red Sox are really willing to give him that, to be honest. Yeah. And I mean, this is just a, it is a one year deal, a twenty seven million dollar deal with the Dodgers, and it'll be interesting to see if the Dodgers. I mean, I'm sure now that that he's in L. A. I mean, the Dodgers will will make a big push for him um, in twenty twenty one when he's a free agent. But I mean, mm. it just shows right now that Dodgers they're going all in yet again and coming up short. Um, in multiple World Series and NLCSs over the last like five years, the Dodgers really need a championship, and their window is—I mean, it, the window's still open, but I mean, they, right. they only have—it's like football too—you you only have a certain amount of years to get the job done. And they—and they've been so close. Game seven, of the World Series, they lost that, and then of course, 2016 against the Cubs, they were so close yet again. And then they were in the World Series against the Red Sox, they lost that. But I mean, the Dodgers. I mean, with Pellinger and Mookie Betts in, in the same outfield, that that's a pretty scary sight. With and then having guys like Corey Seager in the infield, I, I mean, right. that's I a mean, very scary, scary team to face. They're definitely building things up. Um, I mean, obviously he's not the name he used to be, but I mean, packaging Mookie Betts with David Price in one deal is pretty, yeah, that's uh, substantial. Pretty, pretty substantial. Uh, I mean, that's I guess that's why it's such big news and it's in many ways taken over the week in sports news mm-hmm. because. You know, we've been waiting to see when the Dodgers are finally going to get it uh, because they've come crazy close so many times and, you know, in such a short recent period of time that, um, yeah, I mean, this if if, if anything, if there's any move that's going to be the next step for them, it's definitely this. So this is definitely a big news. I do like the the prospect that the the Red Sox got, Alex Verdugo. For sure. He's he's only been in the league for, for two years, I think, and... I mean, he's. I mean, it's better to get something at least. If Mookie, I mean, there must have been, I mean, in the inside of the organization that they must have knew that Mookie was probably going to leave. So at least they did get 
something. I mean, if I mean, people were saying after it came out, oh my gosh, the Red Sox got fleeced. But I mean, just thinking about the contract-wise, if Mookie was going to leave, you might as well get something. And Verdugo is is a very solid player to. I mean, not replace Mookie, but I mean, just to. I mean, just for a player that's young and still has a lot of potential to show. So I think the Red Sox did possibly the. I think they did the right move by getting um, getting rid of money with both Mookie and Price, and then also getting a prospect like Verdugo back. So. Yep, for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, that's definitely our big news for uh, this week. So we are going to move into they don't scout like this because we do not have a guest this week. Hopefully that will happen um, another week, but we were excited about um, having Wilson and Luke on last week. So here's they don't scout like this. This is our moment, our story to tell. This is history begun. This is the XFL. All right, so perhaps the most exciting thing about this week, at least for me in sports, um, is the XFL um, having its debut weekend coming up here with two game with their f- interesting format of having two games on Saturday and two games on Sunday. Um, so their uh, their uh, eight teams are going to be facing off here. Um, we got the um, Seattle Dragons against the DC Defenders in the first game on Saturday. Uh, the Los Angeles Wildcats and the Houston Roughnecks in the second game on Saturday. The Tampa Bay Vipers and the New York Guardians in the first game on Sunday. And St. Louis Battlehawks and Dallas Renegades finishing it off. Um, obviously, the biggest thing is this has been a league that's been uh, being put together for a long time. Alternate football leagues are not something we haven't talked about on this show. So the big thing that I do have to point out with the XFL is it's the return of the WWE version of football, but I don't think they're necessarily pushing that as hard as they used to. It's definitely geared at being more of an alternate football league to be played in the spring as just kind of a um, an alternative to the NFL with some fun rule changes. Um, I think the biggest thing is, you know, considering that uh, they've been planning this out for about a year, even more, it's it's going to be geared up for um, it having a lot more success. So that's what's exciting about it. There's definitely some players yeah. to be noted. Notably, I guess Cardell Jones, who was sure. I mean, I mean he he led OSU to of course that championship with Urban Meyer back. How many years ago was that? Now that's, that's been 2014. Yeah, I that's say. Probably, that sounds about right. I mean, um, it's crazy how time flies. But yeah, second year of the playoff. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure. Or no, first year of the I playoff. Th- um, was it the first year? Yeah, I think. I think, it, I think it was. Yeah, they beat Oregon. In the Another guy, Tyree Jackson. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're both going to be on the DC Defenders. It looks like, and Landry Jones is another one. Um, he's on the Dallas Renegades, and Connor Cook, of course, who played at at Michigan State. Yeah, he, he'll be on the Houston uh, Roughnecks. And um, do you know anybody else, Joey? Um, that's pretty much, I mean, that's pretty much it. There's not, there's not too many. Um, but there, I mean, there's, there's a couple notable players that are spread out to be, uh, noted. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I think the biggest thing for me is I'm just going to be interested to see how this plays out. Um, it, you know, they're, they're being broadcast across both Fox and, um, ABC slash ESPN. So we'll see how it goes. Cause, um, you know, th- obviously the first weekend after, uh, the Super Bowl is over. Um, so that's the biggest thing. So, um, looking forward to that, uh, let's take a look at some of the rule changes because I really think that's the big thing to note. Um, there are not quite as many crazy rules as there were in the original, but there are plenty of different rules. 
Um, so the big thing is what's their ta- what's going to be their take on kickoffs and punts. All right, kicker kicks on the 30-yard line and must kick the ball in the air and in play between the opponent's 20-yard line and the end zone. Coverage team lines up on the return side 35-yard line. And return team lines up on the 30-yard line. So it's like it's kind of a different formation. And the players are a lot more close together, so it kind of avoids like the the running into each other full speed. So something interesting, something new. Everybody's trying to get something um, different when it comes to the kickoff. So that's one thing. Uh, the point after touchdown, uh, they're not doing extra points. They have a three-tiered point system. Uh, one point is run a play from the two. Two points run a play from the five. And three run from the ten. So that's always interesting. They're definitely hitting on all the, the common uh, places in the in the rules where um, like that that you know I've been debated about lately. Um, new rules for overtime. Um, so there's five rounds um, staged in, alterna- in alternating single play possessions, uh, kind of like an NHL shootout. So it's a little bit more similar to college, but it's a lot more um, it's a lot more sudden death, um, which I kind of like. Um, and yeah, I mean that's definitely better than the NFL overtime rules in my opinion. I think um, there's a couple there's a couple new ones. There's the double forward pass, which is allowed. That's like the biggest one that I've heard the most is you can that's forward pass new. twice. That's the biggest thing. Um, yeah, uh, faster play clock, 25 seconds. Uh, the uh, comeback period. I didn't know about this. There's a um, on plays that end in the field of play, the game clock will be stopped until the ball has been spotted and five seconds have run off the play clock team cannot run the pl- clock out until there's only one minute remaining um interesting so there's no there's there's like avoiding running the clock out uh outside the last two minutes the game clock is running that's interesting too definitely decreasing things maybe definitely a take on the nfl games being crazy long um two timeouts per half and players need just one foot in bounds like college so definitely a good combination of roles they really Really, the goal is, and this was kind of the marketing ploy from the beginning, is find is is give an alternative to the NFL, and uh, you know push push that and see if they can uh, find a market that way. So it'll be interested. It'll be interesting to see. So we'll be excited to see that. So the XFL will be on in the afternoon and evening on both um, Saturday and Sunday. Michael, do you have any other things on the XFL? Um, I just think that I mean it's kind of nice to have I mean a new a, lo- a new league because this this was I mean we kind of saw with. The, the other league that the the AFL, kind of how that kind of <laughs> didn't really work. We had I mean one or two games and then that really I mean it just it folded, and so I just I hope I hope that this league I mean people are actually pretty excited about this. So right, I, there's I a lot more behind it and a lot more supporting it, which is yeah. the exciting thing. And so. actual funds because that's where the, yeah the other <laughs> they, one they, they had yeah. no money. It's crazy yeah. um, that they thought that they were going to be able to have a league, but. Yeah. Yeah, that's what ended up happening. So, yeah, it was the AFL, right? The other one, the was it? Or AAF, what was it? or the AAF. Excuse me. Yeah. Otherwise known as the AF. I'm thinking of. <laughs> I'm thinking of the old A. The the USFL. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, no, but. the USFL. The USFL was a legitimately. I mean, at least in my opinion, the USFL was a legitimate alternate league because they were yeah. actually getting good players. Or I guess the like AFL, the American Football League, the, the old. Well, the that's the even older. So yeah. Pre Super yeah. Bowl. <laughs> Um, you know the USF the USFL actually got like Herschel Walker that year, and that was a yeah. big deal. But then, yeah, then of course, um, we, we know what happened there. <laughs> yeah, we we know what happened to the USFL. Yeah, Donald Trump comes in, <laughs> our president decides he wants to compete with the NFL, and it didn't really work. And um, then he doesn't enjoy talking about that. Yeah, <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah, that that was kind of that's kind of a crazy development because I mean to get a player like Herschel Walker in that kind of league. I mean, right? It was big. I mean, at yeah. that time too, like in the 
80s ish like that that was like a big time for alternate leagues across sports so that was a good thing we'll see what the xfl can do i do think if there's any league that's going to be the modern answer it's definitely this all right so welcome to a surprise edition of your scouting because look at who's here carson ward you know there's no camera today because joey's hair is all you know bleached but you know carson ward shout out all my water cooler fans you know and i got a question for you guys you think, you know, Mookie bets to the Dodgers. What do you think about that? Do you think he bets on the games? Or is that just a coincidence that it's as his last name? I think it's I think it's just a coincidence. I find it funny that you make fun of my bleached hair when your nickname's Blondie. <laughs> yeah, but this is natural blonde. I see, I see. So you have a superiority complex behind it. Got it. Okay. Um so yeah, no, Mookie bets, um, exciting move. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't think he bets on games. Michael, what do you think? No bet no bet no betting on games? You never know, but why is his <laughs> last name Betts? <laughs> That's his know, parents, though. <laughs> speaking of betting, I am taking the Yank, no, the Reds to win the World Series. We were you know, about we the talked Reds. about the Reds today, like yeah. unironically talked about the Reds. Yeah, Ryan Peters got me on board. You know, it, it's a shame that they didn't win it last year. You know, I think I'm pretty sure Peters lone shark broke his leg, but you know, you know, the Yankees got a good shot. White Sox. The White Sox will be facing the Reds that's, in the World that, Series. That's an interesting the White take. Sox are the new team in Chicago. Edwin Encarnacion. We got Michael Kopech back from Tommy John surgery to tag along with Lucas Giolito. Giolito. Water cooler out. All right. There's Carson Ward from the water cooler. Check out their show. Um, as always, um, they've... <laughs> they've They've uh, definitely made their impact when it comes to podcasts on this site lately. So Sign Greg Olson, Bears. <laughs> Actually, I agree with that. Sign them. I do agree I, with that. I, I like Greg Olson a lot. I, I wish we had him still. Look, we paid Trey Burton like $7.5 million guaranteed next year. So Yeah. We'll s- so we really can't. <gasps> we don't really have too much flexibility that's there. A whole, so. That's the whole thing. So, yeah, uh, you're scouting. I guess that's just one way to say. Uh, make sure you send in your questions for next week at 224-544-9330. Uh, they could be of that nature. They could be real, actual questions, but, you know, you never know. Um, we don't care. We send, send in what you want. We just want to get a pulse of what you guys are thinking. So, yeah, that's your scouting, and we're going to move into Just Wait Till Next Week. All right, our Just Wait Till Next Week is, uh, for me at least, it's about um, hockey kind of getting a little bit exciting. Um, obviously, our teams aren't doing that great. The Hawks have to make like this crazy push to get in the playoffs once again. They lost last um, night, so that doesn't help. Yeah, I know they've they, they're re- they're really really like they're really coming to a fork in the road here. With that, they have to decide: are they going for draft picks? Or are they going for it's the kind playoffs? of the same thing we're talking about this last? Remember the, the yeah. exact same conversation about probably the same time of the year. Which way do you go? They went playoffs. I think they went. Yeah, they went. They went the playoff direction, yeah. and it didn't work. So I don't know what they're going to do this year. I, I do f- I do feel like, as, as a guy who's even more so a Red Wings fan, I've always observed the Hawks as kind of being a couple years behind on the Red Wings cycle because the Red Wings are now fully embracing the rebuild and they're trying to be the worst team of all time at the moment. <laughs> um, so What's the record right now? It's, it, I saw it's it a couple weeks ago. It was horrific. It was it's, nothing. It's fantastic. Too good. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they lost against the Flyers last night, got the job done. Um, let's see what the standings are. They're d- they're like by eleven games at least the worst team in the league like oh, it's wow. not even, like it's not wow. even close. Uh, let's see. I, what I did not is. know that. It's a beautiful record of twelve and thirty-eight. There we go. Um, yeah, that's what it is. Twelve and thirty-eight. So they're definitely embracing the rebuild. Steve Eiserman's gonna try to get himself some draft picks. I'm ex- I'm excited about it. I think you know just let's just wait. 
um, whatever. I mean, these but days I, you can get prospects they, in hockey that are so young. So I mean, right? They fully, yeah. em- they fully embraced it. He's making moves. You know, it is, it is what it is. Um, but I, I feel like the Hawks are a little bit behind on that, and they're still yeah. doing what the Red Wings were doing, which was like trying to cling on to, you know, the last decade. I guess um, that was the big thing. Mm-hmm. And you know, the Red Wings are doing that throughout the 2010s, and I guess that might be true with the Hawks for the 20s. Hopefully, not for long. I want, I want to see both of them get good again because that was fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you have players, so like it's so hard with the players. Like, I mean, that they've been so great for so long. Like Taze right. and Kane. I mean, that's it's, just, it's hard to it's hard to say an end to it. I mean, we kind of saw that too. I mean, just thinking back. I mean, to baseball too. I guess. I mean, when the, when the Phillies when, when they got. I'm just. I don't know why I think about this, but kind of like the, the Ryan Howard a, age when he was. I mean, when they won the championship with Roy Holiday and him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I kind of it reminds me of. It's hard to say goodbye. I mean, to the. I mean, I guess the best days of a franchise. But I mean, it's. The Hawks, I mean, they really it, – it's hard to picture them even, I mean, getting past the first-round kind of right, playoff scenario. Exactly. But, I mean – I would love to see them yeah. end just simply because I, it's it's weird to me because the Red Wings had their 25-year playoff streak. So between that and the Hawks, up until, um, what, sophomore year being in high school, now I'm a senior, I had at least one of my teams in the playoffs every single year of my life. And then all of a sudden um, things have been over for a couple of years now. And so that's that's what's kind of been yeah. sad lately. So hopefully that'll change soon. I, I do think part of it for the Hawks would be to embrace the rebuild and just do do a little bit of tanking, pick up some things, let some let some uh, bad contracts go away. I mean the big the biggest struggle with the Hawks has always been the dynamic has always been you know what are you doing with the core players and having to protect them is expensive and um, that's always been a big thing and trying to get younger players in addition to that is really really hard. So. Um, they're definitely going to have to start making more radical changes when they get the chance. I don't think Jeremy Carlton should stay as head coach, to be honest. I don't find him to be that much of a head coach. <laughs> like, I've, I, I mean, I've stated my problems with that at the past. Uh, coach Q is doing pretty well for himself in Florida. You know, there was at least a somewhat of a sweeter yeah. end when and he was in town it's lately. It's weird when but, I mean, it's just just still weird. see him. I mean, when he came back, I mean, it's just it's just hard to see him. I mean, it's in any weird. other I mean, organization, just, I mean, the great one of the greatest – hockey coaches of all time I mean to leave I mean it would be it would have been I mean if when they last won the cup I mean it would have been a fairy tale ending I guess to keep him in Chicago the rest of his coaching career but I mean it didn't work that way but I mean what could have been I guess if he could have stayed there because it just but I mean it just shows the greatness though of the Hawks of the 2010s I mean it's hard to look at it now and we probably think about oh they probably should rebuild but I mean it, it's we're, we're past it's, an era that was so great not, for Hawks fans. It's hard to not say you know, it's hard to realize sometimes, but it's just true that we're we were so spoiled. It's like the Cubs too. Like now thinking about it, like how spoiled we were like just in 2015 and how quickly right. things can. I mean the Cubs are still going to be a relevant team this next year, but I mean it's just di- di- I mean there's always a window for the Bears too. Like we thought that. 2018 would carry right over into this past season that that didn't right so i mean it just you got to take every season i mean it, every season's really precious i guess in, in any kind of sports so because you, you never know when you're gonna get back so mm-hmm. if, you, if you have the window like the cubs they went forward in 2016 trading trading away um Gliber torres to get a guy like our oldest chapman so i mean you, you can't hold on the prospects forever that's kind of what i mean the cubs did and i mean yeah i yeah, just think that there's, there's always there's always a window and you got to maximize right it. that's, that's the biggest thing but yeah regardless just looking forward to seeing um hockey start to pick up hockey day in america is next week next saturday i believe but those uh those longer days during the weekend are starting to pick up so regardless um yeah. it's my favorite professional sport so i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> love it um and then i'm excited to see what our takes are from the xfl 
because uh, yeah. it can go in many directions. I'll so try we'll and watch. I'll definitely um, watch the highlights, maybe. At least I know I know I'll watch that. At least I'll probably turn it on at some point. So we'll see what happens. It's throughout what the weekend. What channel is it? Is it on CBS? Um, I assume. There's a couple ga- There's there's one game on ABC. There's like two oh, on really? Fox, and there's one on ESPN. So it's a pretty solid mix of both the Fox and the ABC. Yeah, because the so AAF Fox was Disney, basically. I think that was just like NFL Network, maybe that they. I mean, people really wouldn't watch. I mean, if it's on ABC, like right. ESPN. I mean, those are bigger channels. Yeah, no, it's it was it was pretty well hyped leading up to like right around the Super Bowl. So that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I mean, and being it right after the Super Bowl, I think that that helps too because people are, I mean, not desperate for football right away after the Super Bowl. Because, right, but because of the long drought I mean, we'll have. It's but. there were a lot of people, you know who had their eyes on Super Bowl-related things, uh, especially at the end of last week, and there were XFL promos behind that, so that's the biggest thing, mm-hmm. especially because um, Fox has rights to it, and they had the Super Bowl that year, there, so there was there was that connection that was mm-hmm. able to happen, which was smart and part of the XFL, so um, definitely a shout-out to Vince McMahon <laughs> on that one. Uh, but, yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, it could be anything. We could we could say it's terrible. Yeah, it could, it could be, be another AAF again. Right, exactly. Or it could be. And you never know because, I mean, they did have it. In 2001 was, I mean, the last time we had the XFL, but, I mean. Right. I mean, it it, it went pretty terribly yeah. um, in many ways, but I think that the that the innate, like, concept was, was kind of exciting, and I think, like, you know, there's a reason why the documentary about it, like, the 30 for 30 was well-liked and all that stuff, because, like, I think people have a thirst for something like this. Um, it's just a matter of pulling it off, so we'll see what happens. Uh, but, yeah, Michael, what are you looking forward to next week? Um, for next week, I mean, we have there's so uh, there's so much going on. I think most f- um, I, I probably I would say I'm most looking forward to the NBA All Star Game that's going to be yeah in we're Chicago gonna we're really picking up our weekend. NBA talk next week yeah and w- I mean also with Zach Levine not being in I mean on, on the roster he's going to be in the three point contest but him not being in the dunk contest too is a pretty big deal because I thought that yeah the lack of the Aaron lack Gordon's of, in there and he's not so the lack of, of bulls in this yeah. Chicago All Star Game is like. Sad. But I mean, I mean it just shows again, the state I, of the organization. They're right. just a total dumpster fire, to be honest. Just so non-existent, like to be honest. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 a whole thing. I don't. I, I I'm still not don't know how Jim Boylan still has his job with the Bulls right. because and Garpax too. I mean, they've just been so so bad for so for <laughs> yeah. so long consistently. So I know. yeah, I don't know. It's sad. I, I I'm hoping that eventually I can get for excited for NBA basketball in that way, which is unfortunately that has At least not we been have the case. The Illini right now. Yes, exactly. Representing uh, Illinois, of Illinois, conti- so. Illinois continuing to win. People are arguing that they might be the best team in the Big Ten. I don't know about that. I think Michigan State's still pretty good. Michigan um, I mean, also, it just shows the turnaround of Rutgers and them. I think we talked about right. this last week, but Rutgers just and Illinois have really, have really great, turned it around. A great Big Ten right now. So yeah, yep. Big Ten's probably has, I think, we talked about this last week as well, but I think 12 team. No, I think maybe 11, 12 teams that are going to be in the tournament right now, that are in the tournament based off Joel Lenardi's bracketology. But I mean, that's out of the 14. That is crazy. That's, there's two that teams crazy. that yeah. aren't in, which is pretty awesome. We, the Big Ten's just dominate over other conferences like the ACC and um, even the Big East. They've been really – I mean, they've been probably the best conference in the country this year. And all these – I mean, any team I think in the Big Ten right now besides – like a Northwestern, I mean, really could, I mean, possibly win a, a, a March Madness game besides a Northwestern and, let's see, I mean, maybe Michigan, probably not right now with the way right. they've been playing. They, but they, they've been on a slide, yeah. so we'll see what happens with that. Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, college football will be, I mean, sorry, college basketball will be exciting um, coming up. So, yep, uh, that's all we got t- today. Congrats for sticking through and listening to this whole thing. We appreciate that, even the part with, <laughs> uh, the surprise part with Carson Ward. Um, so subscribe to listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, uh, Breaker, Pocket Cast, or Radio Public. 
uh, give us a positive review, uh, comment, do all that stuff, participate. Uh, we want to see, uh, we want to start to build a community around the show here. Um, we, as think we, we have a as community outside with Carson. I mean, he's, yeah, always, exactly. he's always outside every time he records. So, so let's, <laughs> I, I think we can try to build things up here and, you know, get things exciting as we really kind of, uh, we really kind of break into the normal format of the show. That's the biggest thing. With March Madness coming up too. That's going to be that's like true. last year with um, all the brackets. That'll we, be I mean, we should, we really should, we, we should shout that out right now. Let us know through our email, sportscatspodcast at gmail.com. Let us know if you're interested in doing a bracket. We will bring anybody in. Um, in case you guys don't remember, we do kind of kind of in this format without video. We do a uh, March Madness special in which every day between Selection Sunday and um, the, the first the first day of the of the um, of the tournament in which brackets are locked. Um, for every single day, we fill out brackets with a variety. Yeah, of like guests. Monday through so probably Thursday, I think the Monday game starts. Th- so. Monday through Thursday, it's yeah. usually like it, we usually do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So it's usually three episodes, and we make them as long as we can. We get as many people in as we can. We had Will Davis um, last year, Bill Avery, Carson right. Ward came on, Ryan like, Peters l- came lots on. Lots of lots of first time guests. We yeah. had we had Shaw, of course, in as a C-boy. teacher, like so so many people. So that was fun. Um, but yeah, if you're interested in doing that, we will bring in anybody. Like we don't we don't care how much you know about basketball. Actually, we we encourage we encourage variety. So if you know nothing about basketball, and you're going to be choosing based off of colors. I, I'm I am a fan of that. And um, probably you probably do better than we would. So yeah, it, there, there's <laughs> that's usually how it works. <laughs> it, that's usually how it works. Exactly. So um, looking forward to that. Subscribe to watch on YouTube, um, and of course read the Forest Scout. Things are picking up again. We had a lot of good articles recently. Uh, had a nice review on the peanut gallery if you're looking for a local L- yeah, Claire LF color with coverage. That. Yep, for sure. Um, a good article by Peters and Steve Forbes um, coming to speak at the high school. Um, I think in March, I believe. And then the biggest thing that we have to shout out is Casey being on the ground uh, for the Iowa caucuses was fantastic. He wrote a bunch of stories. Yeah, that was that was um, phenomenal. And he he also had a Twitter feed going on, so that was cool. But what a mess that was to have a caucus. Yeah, uh, <laughs> for sure. So um, he's got coverage on that, which is awesome. Uh, just everything picking up everywhere um, because things are really getting rolling here. So we're excited so about keep that. Keep an eye out for it, whatever comes out because we're, we're in the full swing of things, like Joey right. said. So Exactly. Every day. Every day there's going to be something. So uh, look forward to that. And, yeah, get ready for another week of Sports Scouts next week. And in the meantime, we'll keep on scouting. See you guys later. See you next week. Thank <laughs> you.